Good morning. Let me settle here real quick. <laughs> you know, um, last week, uh, Phil called me and he asked me if, we could, if I could preach today. He said, can we switch the day? Usually the Hispanic group meets here on the last Sunday of the month. Uh, we're here today. Um, I, I told him, sure, why not? <laughs> I, I always get pretty nervous when I get to preach over here. It might, it might be the three, four hundred, five hundred people here. It might be the fact that English is my second language. Uh, but I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to, I'm happy to preach the Word of God. Um, so always excited to hear the Word of God. So let's do this. <laughs> Muy buenos días a todos, Dios bendiga. Hace, unas, uh, hace una semana Phil me había hablado a mí, me había preguntado si podíamos cambiar el día de adoración. Uh, normalmente los hispanos nos reunimos aquí el último domingo del mes y le dije, claro, ¿por qué no? Y le estaba contando a los hermanos que yo me pongo muy nervioso cuando me toca predicar aquí. Le digo, no sé si son los 300, 400 o 500 miembros que hay aquí a veces, uh, o el hecho de que el inglés es mi segunda lengua. Le digo, pero siempre es una gran oportunidad el poder predicar la palabra de Dios. Así es que vamos a hacerlo. And if you were paying attention to the scripture we were reading, it's 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 13 through 16. And it talks about being holy. It talks about being different. I, I know it's, it's hard to be Holy, it's hard to be a good person, a good Christian in a world that is changing. A world that has so much violence, so much crime. A world that, it's very unfair at times. We were talking about how difficult this past uh, few days have been for the Pantry Church. Uh, obviously, we were aware of all the, uh, the accidents that happened during the weekend. And the Hispanic group as well, we lost uh, a beautiful soul sister in Christ. But that's the good thing about it. That she was in Christ. She tried to live a holy life. And that's what we were called to do. Hablamos en cuanto a esta la escritura que estábamos leyendo es Primera de Pedro capítulo 1 versículos del 13 al 16 y Primera de Pedro capítulo 1 versículos del 13 al 16 nos llama a nosotros a ser santos. Y dice, ser santos como yo soy santo, porque yo soy santo. Y es difícil ser santo en una, en una civilización como hoy, como esta, como esta en la que estamos viviendo, en la cual está llena de crímenes, está llena de, de, de violencia, de injusticias. Y hablamos en cuanto a que ha sido una semana muy difícil para la, la congregación de Pine Tree. Uh, el fin de semana pasado hubo un accidente y perdimos a, 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 dos, a dos jovencitas en este accidente. Uh, este fin de semana acabamos de perder a una hermana en Cristo, hermana Juanita. Pero le digo, esto es lo hermoso de ello, que murió en Cristo, que trató de vivir una vida santa, agradable a Dios. Y por eso hay esperanza y para esto fuimos llamados, para vivir una vida santa. Now. What I have here is one of the, one of the speeches, are, a few speeches are more well known in American history than Lincoln's Gettysburg Address. Everybody knows this, right? And I was, I was uh, practicing this speech because uh, I, I want to say it. I was practicing with Paloma yesterday and she was like, uh, <laughs> that's what she said, that's what she did. She was like, uh, your, your accent is, is so strong that I don't know. It takes it away, all the, all the good stuff that he was talking about. So, 
If you ever wonder how Abraham Lincoln would sound if he was Mexican, do not wonder anymore. You will hear it today. Okay? Uh, les decía que el día de hoy, uh, uno, una de las cosas que quiero repasar es una de las, uh, de los, uh, ¿cómo, se, ¿cómo se diría? Una de las orativas o una de los discursos más conocidos en los Estados Unidos. Y es conocido como Gettysburg Address y fue hecho por, por el presidente Abraham Lincoln. Y les decía que el día de ayer estaba practicando porque quiero, quiero leerlo, quiero decirlo. Y lo estaba practicando con Paloma y Paloma le decía, eh, como que no te sale muy bien. Dice, tu acento quita todo lo bueno del, del, del discurso. Pero bueno, le dije, así es que si alguna vez se preguntó cómo se escuchaba Abraham Lincoln, mexicano, el día de hoy va a tener la oportunidad de escucharlo. So, let me read for you, okay? Let me read for you. Four score, four score and seven years ago, our fathers brought forth on this continent a new nation, conceived on li in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. Now we are engaged in a great civil war, testing whether that nation or any nation so conceived and so dedicated can long endure. We are met on a great battlefield of that war. We have come to, dedica to dedicate a portion of that field as a final resting place for those who here gave their lives that that nation might, might leave. It is altogether fitting and proper that we should do this. But in, a, but in a larger sense, we cannot dedicate, we cannot consecrate, we cannot hallow this ground. The brave men, living and dead, who struggle here have consecrated it far above our poor power to add or detract. And I want you to gather in the word consecrate In the last paragraph, not a word we use much in our world so cut off from any real sense of what holiness means. We don't use that word that much. En, la, en, la, en el discurso que da Abraham Lincoln, y quiero leérselo, lo voy a traducir lo más que pueda. Hace muchos años, nuestros padres nos trajeron a, trajeron a este continente una nación concebida en libertad y dedicada en la proposición de que todos los hombres son creados igual. Ahora estamos en medio de una, gran, de una gran guerra civil, siendo probados para ver si esta nación o cualquier nación tan concebida y tan dedicada puede sobrevivir. Estamos, eh, nos reunimos aquí en, este, en uno de los grandes campos de batalla de esta guerra y estamos aquí para dedicar una porción de este campo como un lugar, como un re, como un lugar para descansar para aquellas personas que dieron su vida para que esta nación sobreviva. Es, es bueno y es apropiado hacerlo, pero en un sentido más grande no podemos dedicar y no podemos consagrar este, este terreno. Los valerosos hombres, vivos y muertos, que pelearon aquí, la han consagrado más allá de nuestro pobre poder para añadir o para quitar. Y quiero que se, que se enfoque en la palabra consagrar. La palabra consagrar es una palabra que no utilizamos hoy en día. Una palabra que si le preguntara a alguno de ustedes, tal vez ni siquiera sabrían de qué significa o qué es lo que quiere decir el ser consagrados. Now, two weeks ago, I got the opportunity to preach here, I believe it was two weeks ago, and I was preaching on Joshua chapter 3. And Joshua chapter 3, uh, Joshua had commanded the people to consecrate themselves. And now the question is, how do we do this? How do we consecrate ourselves? How do, how do we accomplish this? I want you to go to Joshua chapter 5. That's where we're going to be today. I want you to go there real quick. I, I don't think we're going to read the whole chapter. We don't, we're not going to have enough time. But I will tell you what's going on in Joshua chapter 5. Chapter um, hace, hace dos semanas cuando me, dio, me, me tocó la oportunidad de predicar aquí, 
prediqué en cuanto a Josué capítulo 3 y en Josué capítulo 3 se nos pedía a nosotros que, que o se le, Josué le pedía al pueblo que se consagraran ellos mismos a Dios. Y la pregunta es simple, la pregunta que tiene que salir es ¿cómo podemos lograr esto? ¿Cómo podemos consagrarnos a Dios? Quiero que vaya a Josué capítulo 5, que es donde vamos a estar el día de hoy. En Joshua chapter 5, we're going to see We're going to see how they did it. How, how is it that they accomplished this, okay? And we're going to talk about a, better, a few points about this. Uh, the first thing that happened in Joshua chapter 5, if you, you were paying attention, if you're reading, in Joshua chapter 5, they're preparing for war. They're preparing, preparing to get the promised land. And if you're going to go into battle... You're going to have to think about some strategic form of accomplishing what you're trying to, trying to seek or what. Try, you're trying to use a strategy, pretty much, to see how you're going to accomplish this. And if you're being completely honest, the last thing you want to do is, being, is be vulnerable to an attack. But that's exactly what's going to happen in Joshua chapter 5. In Joshua chapter 5, the first thing that men do, they are circumcised. Makes the people so vulnerable to attack, huh? You're talking about grown men being circumcised. They're, they're probably in pain. They were probably unable to defend themselves if they were ever attacked. But what this means, they were fully trusting and they were identifying with God. They were fully trusted in God. If God asked them that they need to consecrate, if God asked them, you need to fully trust in me, they are going to do it. Now, I want you to think for a second, what happens when you're in a problem? What happens when you're, in a, where you're struggling with, with life? We all have problems. We all have uh, struggles in life. And my question to you is, what do you do? What is the first thing that you do? Do you look for ways to solve the problem? Do you trust yourself more than you're, than you're supposed to trust God? Do you think that you are going to get yourself out of this problem? Or do you believe that God will get you there? Which one do you trust more? What do you do? I want you to think about the last time you were in a problem, the last time you were in a tough situation. What did you, what did you do? Did you seek God in prayer? Did you, ask God for, did you ask God for help to get over it? To continue to keep walking? What did you do? Hablamos en cuanto a Josué capítulo 5. No voy a leer todo el capítulo 5 de Josué porque no vamos a tener tiempo para leerlo. Pero en Josué capítulo 5, después de que en el capítulo 3, Josué les pide que se consagren a Dios. En el capítulo 5, vemos que están a punto de invadir la tierra prometida. Están a punto de conseguir la tierra que Dios les había prometido. Y en lugar de prepararse para la guerra, lo primero que hacen es que son circuncidados. Ahora, estamos hablando de hombres mayores de edad. Siendo circuncidados, no de bebés. 
Y uno tiene que ponerse a pensar en cuánto dolor debieran de haber tenido. Ahora, con tanto dolor, ellos estaban vulnerables a que fueran atacados. Sin embargo, sin embargo, estaban confiando completamente en que Dios los iba a proteger. Y quiero que se ponga a pensar usted en cuándo fue la última vez que tuvo un problema, la última vez que tuvo una situación, la última vez en la que se encontraba, sí, en problemas. ¿En quién estaba confiando usted? ¿En Dios o en usted mismo? Cuando estaba tratando de sacar una solución, ¿cómo la estaba tratando de sacar? ¿Buscaba qué es lo que podía hacer usted o buscaba qué es lo que Dios podía hacer por usted? ¿De qué manera lo consiguió? ¿De qué manera lo logró? And the second thing that they were doing here, It's all the people celebrate Passover. This event made the people one nation and relying upon God's power to deliver them. Now they remember, relieve, and participate in the event once again to be made into one new people belonging to God. They were celebrating Passover right before battle day, right before the war. They were celebrating When God freed them from slavery. Just like God did it with us from sin. Right? But every time we're in a problem, every time we're in a tough situation, we always forget that. And we try to rely on ourselves. Forgetting that God is the one that is in control of everything. We are being tested every single time. We are one nation. We are God's nation. And I'm not talking about as, as, as U.S. citizens. I'm talking about as Christians. We need to rely on God. We need to trust God. In difficult times, we're going through, through difficult times right now. Um, I, I mentioned it two weeks ago, and I'm going to mention it again. We're, we're seeing a lot of change, and I believe that God is still in control of everything. And I honestly believe that he will put the right person in front of us. But it is a process. And we need to trust him. Throughout the whole process. La segunda cosa que hace la nación de Israel, cuando están ahí en Josué capítulo 5, es que no solamente son circuncidados, sino que de igual manera comienzan a celebrar la Pascua. La Pascua que era para conmemorar, para celebrar el hecho de que fueron liberados de la esclavitud. Ahora, están un día antes de la batalla, están a un día de ir a la batalla, y lo primero que están haciendo es celebrar. Sí. Porque están recordando que Dios los sacó de la esclavitud. Y la pregunta que yo le quiero hacer a usted, ¿qué no Dios nos sacó de la esclavitud también a nosotros? El pecado era nuestra esclavitud. Pero cada vez que hay un problema, cada vez que hay una situación, en lugar de confiar en Dios y recordar lo que ya hizo por nosotros, comenzamos a cuestionar las cosas. Instead of seeing the whole picture and seeing everything that has happened in front of us, 
I've been at, I've been at Pine Tree, what, uh, two years and a half now. To be honest with you, I've never thought about how the congregation started. I, I've talked to Richie about when the, when the building was over there where the Catholic Church is now. And look around you. Look where we're at right now. And just think about the greatest thing, the great things that God has in front of us, ahead of us, that we don't see right now. But if we believe and if we trust Him, we will see them accomplished. Digo, hermanos, que ya tengo dos años y medio aquí. Ahora no sé exactamente dónde comenzó la congregación de Pine Tree, no lo sé. Pero sí le pregunté a Richie que, que me contara un poco en cuanto estaba la, cuando estaba la congregación allá en la esquina donde ahorita es la iglesia católica. Y le digo, miren a su alrededor, miren lo grande que ha crecido la iglesia. Ahora imagínense lo que Dios tiene en el futuro para nosotros. Si confiamos, si obedecemos a Dios, si creemos que realmente hay cosas mejores para nosotros, adelante de nosotros. Now, I want... The question that you might be asking yourself is, why is it so important that, that they circumcised and that they, they were celebrating the Passover? Why is it so important? Number one, because it was commanded by God. If you remember Joshua chapter 1, if you remember this, when they, were, when they were changing from Moses to Joshua, the first thing that, jo that, Moses told, that, that God told Joshua is, you need to be Strong and courageous. I want you to remember this, Joshua. You need to be strong and very courageous. Because what's coming, it's not going to be easy. But it can be done. But that was not the only thing that he was supposed to do. The one thing that God told him is, always, always, Joshua, always obey my commands at all times at all costs do not question me but obey si ustedes se acuerdan Josué capítulo 1 en Josué capítulo 1 cuando estaban, cuando estaban cambiando de, de Moisés a Josué Dios le dijo a Josué y quiero que se acuerde bien de esto Dios le dijo a Josué necesita ser fuerte y valiente Nuevamente, Josué, te estoy diciendo, te lo estoy recordando. Necesitas ser fuerte y muy valiente. Porque lo que viene no está fácil. Pero no fue lo único que Dios le pidió a, Moisés, a, a Josué. Dios también le dijo a Josué que tenía que obedecer sus mandamientos a cualquier momento, a cualquier hora. Y que no cuestionara lo que Dios estaba haciendo. Have you ever questioned God? Have you ever? I, I think if we're honest with ourselves, every single one of us has done it at least once. Right? When we, when we, lose, a lo, uh, when we lose a loved one, when we're struggling, when we don't see the end to our problems, When we don't get to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, 
in Spanish, we, we use the phrase, when it's not raining, it's pouring. I think you guys use it as well, I believe. So it feels, sometimes it feels that as soon as we're getting out of one problem, we land into another one. Have you, has that ever happened to you? Have you ever felt discouraged? Have you ever felt depressed? It's nothing new. And don't worry about it. It happened to, even the Apostle Paul happened to. If you ever read Acts chapter 26, it's, it's, it talks about how Paul was a little depressed. And he gained momentum and he gained energies once he saw all the brethren together. So it happens to everyone. It happens to all of us. Does that make it right? No. We're not supposed to question God. We're supposed to obey Him. We're supposed to obey His commands. We're supposed to follow Him. And they were doing exactly this. They were, obey they were obeying His commands. Now, the circ circ circumcision is a physical mark of identity and dedication to God. And they were doing this for, a simple, for three simple reasons, or for two, three simple reasons. They wanted to be blessed by God. They wanted to be made into a great nation. And they wanted to receive the promised land. Now we're not on those times where we're doing a physical circumcision. Now we're doing a spiritual one. Jesus Christ is our circumcision now. In this spiritual circumcision, now we are God's people. Now the promise of the promised land is for us. And I was talking at the beginning of the sermon about how difficult it's been this past few weeks. But every single time we lost a loved one in Christ, we're celebrating. Because it's not a goodbye. It's that I will see you later. That is the promise that was given to us. That was the promise that was given to his church. Last time I checked, we're still God's church. Right? So that promise is still there. Hablamos en cuanto a la circuncisión también. Tuvieron que ser circuncidados. Y la pregunta es, ¿por qué fueron circuncidados? ¿Por qué tuvieron que ser circuncidados? Y la respuesta es simple. Era, una, era un mandamiento de parte de Dios. Era un mandamiento en el cual se conseguían tres cosas. La primera de ellas es que eran bendecidos en Dios. La segunda de ellas era que eran reconocidos como la nación de Dios. Y la tercera es que querían recibir la promesa de la tierra prometida. Ahora, hoy en día... No somos circuncidados físicamente, ahora somos circuncidados espiritualmente y somos circuncidados en Cristo. ¿Entiende? Somos circuncidados en Cristo, ahora la promesa es para nosotros. Ahora las promesas de Dios, ahora la nación de Dios somos nosotros. Y estaba hablando y les decía, la última vez que, que observé, Hablábamos en cuanto a la, las pérdidas que hemos tenido estas últimas semanas. Y decía, pero lo bonito de esto, lo hermoso de esto, es que cuando alguien muere en Cristo, no les decimos adiós, les decimos hasta pronto. Te voy a volver a ver. 
Esta es la promesa que se nos dio a nosotros. La última vez que chequeé, la última vez que revisé, todavía éramos la iglesia de Dios. Y la promesa todavía existía. Y la promesa todavía está ahí para nosotros. Pero necesitamos dedicar nuestras... Nosotros, nosotros mismos nos tenemos que dedicar a Dios. And the last thing that happened here was the Passover. It's a participation in not just the remembrance of God's great work of deliverance in the Exodus, but also to experience the bitterness of the past slavery. See, when they were celebrating the Passover, it was not just to celebrate that they were, they were, being, they were free from slavery, but it's also to remember that they were slaves at one time. It was to remember the past, how they were, they were suffering in the past, and where they at now. Cuando estaban celebrando la Pascua, no solamente se trataba de celebrar que fueron liberados de la esclavitud, sino también para recordar lo amargo que era la esclavitud para ellos. Para recordar el pasado y para recordar de dónde venían, pero también recordar hacia dónde van. It was not only to remember the past, and not only to remember where, where, where they were coming from, but also to remember the, where they're going now, and where we're going now. Now, how are we going to accomplish this? How are we going to accomplish everything that we have set our minds to? How are we going to accomplish everything that we want and everything that we need? And, and how are we going to change this community? How are we going to change the people around us? How are we going to change the, the crime that is going on in Longview? How are we going to change our neighbors? And the answer is very simple. By relying on God. By believing that with him, everything is possible. Do not rely on yourself. Do not rely just on yourself. Let me change the phrase a little. There is a long trip ahead of us. There is a long road ahead of us. There are many things going on around us, and, but there's also great things going on. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Phil's in Thailand right now. Is that correct? And, and we're praying for him because he's doing a great, great work, a great job right now. Um, next week, a, a group from here from Pine Tree will be traveling to Honduras, uh, myself included. It will be my first time going to Honduras. And I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited not because... I don't see it as a trip, a vacation trip, because it's not. Because I'm going to be able to do God's work. Because I will be able to make a difference somewhere else. That is our job. That is our duty. So, yes, there is a lot of changes. There is a lot of things going on. But there are also great things going on in Pine Street. There is also great things going on around us. We have great men that have been stepping up to the plate and doing things beyond what they were asked to do. 
And we thank God for them. So keep them in your prayers. Keep every single one of us in your prayers. Keep the congregation in your prayers. That is the best thing we can do right now for the congregation. That is the best thing we, we can do right now for everyone, for Richie as well. If you think it's been hard on us, if it's been difficult for us, just imagine what he's going through. So keep him, in your, keep him in your prayers as well. Keep all the families that have been struggling lately in your prayers. And once again, I want to, I want to mention it again. Rely on God. Please. Nuevamente, se lo quiero decir, quiero terminar con esto, nada más para, para, para resumir esto. Hay, hay bastantes cambios que están sucediendo en Pine Tree, hay bastantes cosas que están sucediendo en Pine Tree, uh, bastantes cambios, pero también están pasando grandes cosas aquí. Phil, Phil no está con nosotros ahorita porque él está en Tailandia, está predicando allá en Tailandia. Uh, en una semana un grupo de aquí de Pine Tree va a estar yendo a Honduras. Uh, su servidor, Paloma, todos nosotros incluidos en este, en este viaje. Y no estamos contentos solamente porque vamos a, a viajar a Honduras, sino porque vamos a ir a hacer la obra del Señor, porque vamos a ir a trabajar con gente de, bajo, de bajos recursos, tal vez, porque vamos a tener la oportunidad de hacer el trabajo que Dios nos ha mandado a todos nosotros hacer. Así es que, mientras vemos cosas negativas, mientras vemos bastantes cambios que no nos gustaría ver, de igual manera están sucediendo grandes cosas en Pine Street, de igual manera están sucediendo... Grandes, eh, grandes cosas alrededor de nosotros Así es que hay que darle gracias a Dios por eso Hay que pedirle a Dios y hay que orarle a Dios Para que las cosas continúen así Ha habido personas en estos momentos Ahora que estamos teniendo tantos cambios Ha habido personas que, que han Como le dirían, como dicen en, en inglés they, they stepped up to the plate eh, Han hecho cosas más allá de lo que se les ha pedido Han hecho cosas más allá de las que se les han pedido Estamos viendo a líderes saliendo adelante, trabajando para la obra de Dios, sigue orando por ellos, sigue orando por nosotros, sigue orando por la obra, sigue orando por la iglesia, sigue orando. Ahora, y, y lo último que le quería pedir, si usted piensa que ha sido, unos, ha sido momentos difíciles para nosotros y semanas difíciles para nosotros, solamente quiero que se imagine lo que le está pasando a Richie en estos momentos y los cambios que él ha estado experimentando. Manténganlo en sus oraciones también, porque no es fácil lo que va a hacer y no es fácil lo que está delante de nosotros. Please keep praying and thank you so much. We uh, have our have our next song to give.